together growing in faith, changing communities. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of John chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God sent the Son into the world not to condemn the world but that the world might be saved through him. He who believes in him is not condemned. He who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. It's one of those beautiful scripture texts. For me, I like them because they show to us the love of God. They present to us what we had probably not known, the reason behind the Christmas story. Inasmuch as most of us argue and have presented an argument that Jesus came so that he saves us, which is true, but salvation is based, is grounded in love. He did not save us because we could not save ourselves. That's true. We couldn't save ourselves. But he saved us because he loved us. Because even if we were able to save ourselves, he would still save us out of love. And so the first thing for me is the love that God has for us. And I'm saying this because it is very easy to talk of my love for God. My faithfulness towards God. My obedience to his word. It is my action towards God that is very much subjective. But I know that my actions are not perfect because I myself am not perfect. And so when I talk about my love for God, it is big, it is vast, and yet it is limited. My love for God is limited by my own experiences of human love. My love for God is limited by my own judgments. My love for God somehow is blurry because of my own human experience with other humans. But what the author wants us to understand is to go beyond my love for God, but to see God's love for me. And that for me is a different, is a difference. That I stand not as the one who gives, but I stand as the one who receives. And it's important to realize God loves you. You are the beloved son. 
you are the beloved daughter. And the most beautiful reality is that God loves us not because we have done anything to deserve it. No. He loves us because he created us. He loves us because he has loved us into being. For God loves the world. Now, this is something that is old and yet it shocks many people. God does not hate the world. How can he hate something he has created? God does not hate us. How can he hate us? He loved us into being. And it's important to remember these words because sometimes when we are going through difficulties, it's very easy to believe that God does not care. It's very easy to believe that I'm on my own. It is very easy to believe that no one cares for me. And so I want to go back and reiterate this beautiful concept. You are loved by God. You are a beloved of God. You are a masterpiece. Now, the most beautiful thing for me, he loves us despite our unworthiness. He loves us knowingly that we will disappoint him. And yet he still loves us. Then there's another element that the author brings to us. If we believe in him, we will not perish. If we have faith in him. Now, this is important equally for me. What is faith? Faith is a gift from God. It is not imposed on any person, but it is given as a gift. And with our human freedom, we can either accept the gift or shy away from the gift. And I want to argue this point. All of us are given the gift of faith. All of us, with no exception. And how do I argue this? How do I know this? As we grow up, we have a concept. Either you call it God or a supreme being or something or someone greater than ourselves. It, it is an intrinsic knowledge. We just know this. Because we know our limitedness. And so we, we, we come to an argument that there must be something larger than life. There must be something greater than this. There must be a supreme being. A God of our own understanding. And as we grow, we believe in these realities. We believe in our parents. We believe in love. We believe in people who care for us. We believe in something that is transcendent. 
And John brings it into a person. And this is Jesus. And whoever believes in Jesus, all the truths we've believed before knowing the name are manifested in the person, Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ gives us not just eternal life, but it gives us a connection of a life we had with God before we were born. It's not something new. It's a life that we've always had. And Jesus reconnects the cords so that the, the, the conduit runs through everything that God is giving us through his grace. Then there's something that is beautiful. God sent the Son into the world, not to condemn the world. God did not build the world in order to destroy it. God did not build you up, creates you in order to destroy you. No, that's not God. God does not build in order to create. He does not make in order to thresh. That's not him. And so he did not send the son to condemn the world, but he sent the son so that the world might be saved. And so Jesus Christ for me becomes the bridge that takes me into God's grace into God's confidence, into God's love, into God's forgiveness. That's the beauty of Jesus. That's the grace that only Jesus can give us. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.